Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, VGN crowd? Thanks for listening to the Video Games Now podcast. My name is Rodney, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Will. What's up, gamers? Today, we also have a guest in studio as well, so welcome, Cole. Hello, hello. Today's episode is all about Pokemon. We'll talk about the new Pikachu Detective game and um, the movie a little bit. We'll discuss our games and our thoughts and memories. And also, we'll talk about our idea of a Pokemon MMO coming up right now on VGN. All right. Uh, before we forget here, uh, I'm sure you've noticed on our website and our social media pages that we have another person that's supposed to be hosting with us named Mark. Unfortunately, Mark's been uh, doing some life things, so he's been able, unable to join us. But I've told him that if he doesn't join us next week, we're going to beat him with Nintendo 64 controllers and not just regular ones like the ones where that button to push that you release the rumble pack like that's been removed and it's just like the needle sharp like spring sticking out like that controller so it, it, w- it would hurt quite a bit i feel like the rumble pack would be just as painful though those things are bricks <laughs> either way look out mark <laughs> the battery ass it's coming out of the batteries <laughs> all right anyways uh so cole just tell us a little bit about yourself uh, hello, I'm Cole. I work with Rodney and Will, both great guys. Love them, love them, love them. And uh, they asked me to come on and talk about some Pokemon, and I love Pokemon. I actually still play Pokemon Go for all of my Pokemon Goers still playing out there. Congratulations. Uh, I have another podcast called uh, The Okay Show Around. You guys should check it out. I asked if I could plug, and they said yes. Um, it's a little bit more adult. Uh, this is family friendly. I love it. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so Pokemon Go, let's just talk about that here Uh-oh, I briefly. I a can of worms. Yeah, I mean, I played it for oh, at least five months, and my girlfriend slash fiance slash soon-to-be wife um, hasn't, like, has no interest in video games, but she was so down for Pokemon Go, so we actually played that for quite a bit. But I, I remember, like, l- hatching, like, six eggs and being super proud of myself, and then I talked to you, and you're like, oh, yeah, I've done, like, 12 just then. It's, like, not even 9 a.m., I um I really liked hatching those eggs because when we work we have to walk around a lot. So I was like, I might as well walk and hatch some eggs. So I would do that all day long for twelve yeah. hours. 
You completed your Pokedex pretty freaking quick. Uh, it's Gen 3 right now, so I'm working on... Uh, uh, oh, I can't remember what league that is. Uh, no, Hoto oh, is... Hoenn. That's 2. I can't remember. Oh, Jo... Johan? No. Johan? Yeah. Jodo. Jodo. Yeah, Johan? So. I, I, I are you a remember. Pokemon fan? Why are you here? <laughs> I'm like <laughs> early gen and later gen. The middle stuff is kind of... Right. It's a little foggy. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll get into the Pokemon games later, but first we wanted to talk about the new Detective Pikachu game coming out. So the only person in this room that's had any sort of hands-on experience regarding Detective Pikachu is Will. So Will, please tell us all about that experience. Now let's start it off. I grew up with Pokemon. I love Pokemon and I still play Pokemon. I thought uh, another game would be interesting. I got my hands on the original Detective Pikachu from 2016. And let's just end it with, it was like emotional vomit. So, okay. It was a very intimate conversation that you had with Detective Pikachu and your 3DS, I'm sure. Anyways, um, <laughs> okay, so... Uh, the synopsis we have here for Detective Pikachu is the story takes place in Rhyme City as Detective Pikachu attempts to find Tim's missing father, Harry. By searching for clues, interviewing witnesses, Detective Pikachu also has the ability to speak to other Pokemon, like every other Pokemon ever made, uh, which will occasionally provide some valuable information. There are also several human characters that will encounter Detective Pikachu and Tim, but for not, uh, but not all of them can be trusted. The trailer suggests that some supporting characters may even try to derail Tim and Detective Pikachu's investigation. And while Ryan Reynolds will provide Detective Pikachu's voice in the upcoming movie, we kind of prefer his gruff voice in the trailer, which sounds like from Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, they might as well have just got Gilbert Godfrey to voice Pikachu. It would have been no different. That would have been beautiful, though. <laughs> I would have played that game forever. You know, with I, 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 oh, sorry, I was going to say, it's funny that uh, Pikachu's trying to help Tim find his missing father, and then there's these adults who are trying to stop them. That's so messed up. Like, no, little boy, don't find your missing father. Like, what? What is that? That's so weird. So I yeah. didn't know that. I, I was. I read a different synopsis that was much more uh, tame than that one was. Touching up on uh, the gruff voice. Anyone think uh, with the fedora that Pikachu's wearing? It's like Mafia Pikachu. I would also play Mafia Pikachu. Just saying. <laughs> It's like the adult version of this game. Yeah. <laughs> Pikachu's got Tommy guns and like yeah. blowing up bars and stuff. Yeah. He's got a ray gun. He just like plugs it into his cheeks. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. also, I was reading that um, uh, once people found out this game was coming out and the kind of voice Pikachu had, they wanted Danny DeVito to voice him. And they got like, oh, are you going to mention this? No, no, you can go. They got 40,000... When you get signatures, yeah, you have to do it. And he didn't go for the audition. He was like, "Nah, I don't really want to." But that would have been cool having Danny DeVito do the voice for the game. I'd be down with Danny. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. I mean, he kind of looks like Pikachu, so D does he? Ooh. Have you seen him lately? Not lately. Like little, I don't want to be mean to Danny DeVito. He's probably a sweet man, but he's looking a little, a little. Yeah. What's his new movie? <laughs> Always or the TV show? Always Sunny in Philadelphia. There we go. Yeah. 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 That's like been on for 10 seasons or something it's a good run well it's still the only thing i've seen him do in like the last decade yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right uh moving on here to the movie that's coming out labeled detective pikachu and uh it's starring ryan reynolds but it could have also starred these people were in the mix as well for the voice of pikachu it was dwayne johnson mark Wahlberg, and hugh jackman thoughts 
uh, Dwayne Johnson would have made some money because I mean that's Dwayne Johnson is just in like four movies coming out recently and he's he's a train of money so it would have been a good call but I like Ryan Reynolds better. I uh, yeah I mean Ryan Reynolds has more of like a sarcastical character base I guess for most of his movies anyway. Oh yeah, Deadpool so. Pikachu. Deadpool Pikachu would be badass. I have the shirt. <laughs> do you actually yeah. oh i want to see that <laughs> yeah all right and then yeah the movie's director is rob letterman he did shark tale Mar- monsters vs. aliens gilliver's travels goosebumps dungeons and dragons you know kid stuff also the writer uh alex hirsch he's a good friend of uh the creators of rick and morty and he, oh. cr- he created a tv show called gravity falls which if you guys haven't seen it I, i'm a big fan it's fantastic so once i saw that he was writing it i was like Oh, he's a great writer. Maybe there'll be something cool because he can he can write for kids, but also have a lot of like um, appeal to adults. So that was really cool to see. Right. Interesting. So there's a couple of interesting actors in this movie, including uh, Ryan. Well, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Justice Smith, who I don't know if is related to Will O. Smith or not. I don't think so. He was just in a Netflix series. Uh, one second, I'll look it up. Um... He was in Paper Towns and okay. The Get Down. Oh, maybe it is related to Will Smith. I don't like the name Justice. What? Like oh, I thought it was Justin. <laughs> is it Justin? Justin. No, it's Justice. It's Justice. It's oh, Justice? Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. All right. Anyways, and then Bill Nye, not to be confused with Bill Nye the Science Guy, even though that would be cool uh, antagonist. But the Bill Nye they are talking about is a really cool actor. He's in yeah. all of the um, like Shaun of the Dead yeah. and yes, yeah, so oh, yeah. the English actor, right? Yeah, yeah. But can you picture Bill Nye the Science Guy as like the eco terrorist? That'd be that'd be cool. I was gonna say he'd play a cool <laughs> Professor Oak, but I would like the eco terrorist too. That <laughs> what a bad spin on it. It's just like you're putting two childhood like icons like clashing together <laughs> at war. <laughs> yeah. All right, pre-production began on Detective Pikachu January 15th, 2018, and uh, principal photography began nine days later on the 24th, so not a very long pre-production. That's kind of strange, but anyways, moving on. Could talk a little bit about the games, which came out in Japan, Red and Green, February 27th, 1996, and in the U.S., Pokemon Red and Blue, September 30th, 1998. What was your first experience with the games? We'll start with Cole, or start with Will, because Will hasn't talked very much. Okay, well, I started with Red. Um, most of my friends started with Blue. But I don't know if about you guys, but do you remember that uh, the link cable? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, Ancient I hated technology. that thing. It was so a mess. The only time I used a link cable was playing Mario. Uh, when you can play that like little survival mission in the original Mario Brothers, we have right. to, like they just like yeah. spit enemies out of the tubes. That's the only time I use it, and it actually worked great. I never used it for Pokemon though, because I was one of my only friends who had a Game Boy Color. My friends were more into like soccer and stuff, and I was like, Ugh, Game Boy. <laughs> You're like the opposite of what my school is like. It's like <laughs> if you didn't have a Game Boy Color, you shouldn't come to the school. And I was at that school. I was like the only kid that did not have a Game Boy Color. Oh, I thought you would have like four. I got all the colors. <laughs> was Game Boy Color out during the Red era? Yep. Was it? Yeah. Um, that was the first. Oh no, Red and I blue remember were starting colorless. Red on the massive Game Boy that was not pocket friendly. Right. G- Pokemon Yellow was the first game in color, right? Yeah. 
I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Because yeah. Pikachu was in color, and that yeah. was like a pull to the game was a little yellow Pikachu. Yeah. Oh. That was the first one I played was yellow. I didn't play red or blue. I played green. Actually, it was my first one going all the way to Japan. Oh, really? And I remember actually, the, ground, uh, the green, the emulator. Yeah, I, I had the actual. I still have it. You I should have brought it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. I, still, I still kept it. Um, I thought it was funny. They made a cartoon where nobody ever picks Bulbasaur. Everybody always picks Squirtle or, or Charizard, <laughs> and they just like discard all the unwanted Bulbasaurs. But I actually really like Bulbasaur because I started with green, you know? So right. I was the, the minority in that. I, it was always a toss-up. You know what? In Gen 1, I would have chose Squirtle because I would have just wrecked Brock. <laughs> but Poor Brock. In the, in the remake, you would choose Charmander because he can learn Metal Claw at level 10. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that wrecks Brock, too. Poor Brock. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine, he actually found a Game Boy Color with the red stuck into the... Like, you couldn't get the red out. It was welded in there. So, uh... Somebody loved we we found it. He didn't buy it or anything. So somebody loved their red so much that they like glued it into their Game Boy. Interesting. Um, all right. So I've played pretty much every installment of the main game. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Following yellow. Yeah. I started with red and I haven't stopped since. Yeah. Yeah. I played green, yellow, um, gold, silver, yeah, yeah, yeah. crystal. Actually. When they started coming to DS, I really wanted to play, but I didn't have a DS. My sister did. And I was like, oh, hey, can I borrow your DS to play uh, this Pokemon game? And she's like, yeah, you can. That's fine. And when we got to the store to buy it, she was like, wait, this looks fun. I actually want to play it. So she ended up buying it and playing it and not letting me play it. Well, you could have, like, you, she could have got, like, Diamond. You could have got Pearl. Like, what the hell? I mean, I, we couldn't buy both. I mean, I was a kid. I was like not like rolling in cash. And you could only have one save file, right? So it wasn't like she could play it and then I right. could play it. It was one save file. And yeah. so I, I didn't get to play. I can't remember which one that is. I'll think of what it was. It was probably the first one on DS was Diamond Pearl. Yeah, I think yeah. it was then. That yeah. kind of left a, a stain, a bad taste in my mouth for, for not for Pokemon, but I can't say for my sister either because <laughs> that would just be me and she's, she's super cool when we were kids when that happened, but that derailed me a little. I got to mention one thing. I, maybe you guys can touch this up. On Yellow, was that the first game where uh, Pikachu or any uh, Pokemon could follow you around? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was also... But that was board. just Pikachu, right? Yeah, it's just Pikachu. And you like... Could you put it in the PC box? I think they're like... I couldn't remember. You're I just remember. forced to have Pikachu and it wouldn't like evolve. Time. It stayed at level like 10. Yeah, you couldn't evolve. <laughs> I really wanted a Raichu and it's like, no. Yeah, it wouldn't even go in the Pokeball. Yeah. So. I almost swore. <laughs> um, silly pikachu i think my favorite one was i mean emerald was my favorite until uh omega ruby and alpha sapphire came mm. out because i mean it's same game ultimately but it's yeah. just way better mm. like i like you could fly around on latios and get anywhere you want super quick that was awesome like you don't you don't even need hm fly anymore yeah <laughs> and it had an end game with the battle frontier and i think emerald had the best battle frontier Cause like you get there and they're like, cause you play red and, and, or sorry, Ruby and Sapphire. And then they're like, Oh, the battle tower. And you're like, this is lame. You lose like seven battles in, <laughs> you yeah. know? And then, um, they, an Emerald, I just bought the game and was playing it because I wanted to play through it again and not delete my Ruby save. Cause I completed the Pokedex <laughs> super protected of it. Like some, some guy got a hold of my game and he's like, Oh, I'm going to delete your game. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking out. But anyways, um, yeah, and then Emerald, they bring you to the Battle Frontier, and they're like, the Battle Tower's only one. There's many here, and you're like, oh my god, and you're <sighs> freaking out. 
Uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun, and it was challenging. I hated the battle pyramid because you go in there, and they're like, oh, you can't use any eggs or any legendaries or any of that shit, right? And you're like, all right, yeah, no problem. You go in there, and then the frontier brain has nothing but legendaries, and you're like, what the... F- come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I feel yeah. I feel yeah. Yeah. See, so- I was bad. I was one of those kids who... Um, the gotta catch them all really appealed to me, so I was like trying to catch everything, and I also wanted to like treat all my Pokemon fairly, so I tried to level them all up the same, which you can't do because that you can't. triples. You gotta pick your team. Yeah, I know. I couldn't. I was like, oh, you need a little bit of love, and oh, how you gotta. So I was really bad at that. I would spend way too much time just collecting and training every Pokemon I caught. Right. I want to touch up on another game, one of my favorites. Uh, well, Gold and Silver. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Come on. Like, like gold and silver is what every sequel for every game should be like. Like there's a whole nother game after the game, Mm. you know? Oh, so good. And then the final battle is like, oh, by the way, you got to fight yourself from the last game. And you're like, oh, and ironically, it's like all the Pokemon, pretty much everyone had anyway. Like everyone had a Snorlax. Yeah. yeah. That's right for you. <laughs> I remember how that messed you up as a kid when you're like, that was me. I did that. And now yeah. you're fighting yourself. That was a cool twist. Pokemon knows what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. I like how it actually progressed in time too. Like it was three years after you played the game and then you go back and most of the same gym leaders are there Blaine's like gym burnt down and you're like oh that sucks <laughs> <laughs> you probably shouldn't use fire types inside but but what's the reason of like ash living in a cave well red whoa you just opened up a big can of worms here um <laughs> i think well mount silver has really high level pokes so that's where i'd go to train if i was him so didn't seem like he was training <laughs> just living there crying in a corner because he knows he's about to lose when you know when they say it's lonely at the top, that's where Red was. He the only place he could go was a cave to ascend to the next level. That's it. But in all seriousness, it could have been like symbolism. Like he's at the top. Where could he go? To the bottom. To the cave. <laughs> Sorry, that's pretty much where he went after you beat him. You're like, I'm on top now. I just thinking of Gandalf. I fought on the highest tower in the lowest pit. Yeah. Full on first. hermit mode. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if you had a big old beard. Oh yeah, he should have. They should have given him a beard. Yeah, you're like, how old would you be? Like 15 years. Wait, how old are you when you leave for your Pokemon journey? 10. 10. 10 so he'd be like 13. 13 with a big old beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. I want to see that. It's like colored on with crayon. He got a 3D <laughs> pen and he just drew it on. It's just a Pokemon. <laughs> it's like a manky, just like wrapped yeah. around his uh, his his head. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Um, how do you guys feel about the new one, Sun and Moon? Did you play this one, Cole? Uh, I didn't, but I, I actually looked it up a lot because it's really cool, all the new uh, variations of Pokemon, and um, I don't, I, I don't want to... There's a, there's a show I watch that kind of like jokes about it, but I don't want to bring up anything if we're not allowed to talk about other stuff. It should be fun. Okay, yeah. there's, a, there's a cartoon company called Do- Dorkly. You know Dorkly? They made uh, funny videos about Pokemon meeting their new evolutions and it's hilarious it's great you gotta check it out okay cute <laughs> what do so, you guys think of those like alola like variations some of them are good and some of them like raichu made me mad mind you then raichu got like psychic powers i'm like all right i'll use like 
cool psychic moves. I like the um, the ice nine tails. Yeah, that's yeah, that's one of the that, cool that's ones. like that a cool, cool one. That's yeah. that's kind of a cool thing they did. And then there was like um, Executor with a super long. Neck. That I was just gonna mention. I feel sorry for him. Yeah, like that was just a ma- a mess. Would you I, do that? I, I see what they were going for because, like, palm trees, you know, different types yeah. of palm trees. So, so what? They just made them grow. Yeah, and I mean the 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 coconuts putting it at the tail. Oh, sorry. Uh, the coconuts at the tail. I thought that was kind of weird. So. Yeah, it was very weird. <laughs> um, I liked they had a different spin on the gym system because there wasn't gyms at all. There was trials or whatever. Mm. I don't. I like the gyms better. It's gyms. It's Pokemon. Yeah. That's a big switch to make. Yeah. I mean, they want to try something new. Like, That's I get true. it. Uh, but I'm what I mostly liked is they founded the Pokemon League while you're actually playing the game. Mm. Like, the Pokemon League doesn't exist until you're, like, you have all the trials and all that kind of stuff. And then the first person you battle is the professor that gave you your starter. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, uh, you know, got to make sure you're up to snuff to be the champion. And you're wow. like, all right. And then so you beat him, and then you're the champion, and then every time you go back to the uh, Pokemon League, you have to defend your title. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. All right, that's I that, that kind of makes up for the no gyms. I like that. Yeah, that's and, a really and, cool and every time... Well, you have to challenge the Elite Four again. They're like, well, we got to make sure that you're up to snuff yeah. to be the champion still. You get the up to snuff badge <laughs> yeah. for beating them. Over and over again. Like, yeah. Pretty much. I'm the top. I got six like, up just... to snuff badges. Yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, so yeah, you go and when you go to the champions room, there's it's empty because you're the champion. You like sit on your champion's throne and you're like, oh, <laughs> and uh, and then you get different challenges every time. Sometimes it's the professor, sometimes it's your rival, sometimes your it's uh, the other yeah, fr- yeah. other guy. Yeah, so that's cool. That's really cool. And, and you then you can the battle tree. Yeah, you can go to the battle tree and battle red oh. or blue or blue. It's yeah. not in a cave. No, <laughs> no, now he's in a tree. Oh, he's man. on vacation now. He's like 18 now. Is it a cave in a tree? I mean, sorry, a tree in a cave. I don't know if you get a no. Cave it was it's it's a cave in a tree. It's a cave in a tree. Okay, that's cool. Kind of. No, it's <laughs> it's like it's like the battle tower, but it's the battle tree. Cool. You know, sorry, like, that joke kind of didn't go over. No, it just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, gents. Um, I think we should talk about this Pokemon MMO. Actually, no, we shouldn't. We should talk about this new Pokemon game that's coming out here, uh, for the Switch. Ooh, yeah. Well, what do you think? Ah, uh, well, I'm excited. Um, they haven't really announced anything too definite. All we know uh, during the trailer, I think it was E3. Was it E3? Um, yeah, it was E3. Or yeah, yeah, it was yeah. yeah. Um, there's no trailer. It was just the uh, game director from Game Freak, or was it uh, Honcho of Nintendo? I don't remember the guy with the beard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he just said uh, that there's a Pokemon Switch title coming. Oh, well, the earliest we'll hear about it is 2018. Well, it's 2018. I'm waiting for that news. Like, come on, chop, chop. They didn't say anything about it? (laughs) No. Because I'm curious to see if it's like another stadium game or if it's an actual adventure like the Game Boy ones. Uh, I'll touch on that in a little bit. Okay. One thing we do know is it is a core game. Oh. So um, no details have been revealed uh, or confer- on the confirmed Pokemon Switch title. Now, it could be a Pokemon Sun and Moon port, or it very well could be an entirely new sequel. Crossing my fingers. What about you guys? Uh, yes, please. 
I would say I think everybody's been waiting a long time to have a Pokemon Core game on a console. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah the yeah. the the possibility is endless. Like it's such a good idea. Pokemon Coliseum and XD were good, but they're not what I wanted. Yeah, exactly. Uh, XD kind of felt like I was a thief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the bad guy. Yeah. That'd be cool. A Team Rocket perspective of Pokemon where you... I don't know what that's called. Stealing that kids' Pokemon. That was XD, pretty much. Was it? Yeah, oh, you that's... were catching shadow Pokemon. Well, Ooh. but you're catching people who who had shadows Pokemon. That was like, you couldn't catch... You could yeah. catch wild Pokemon, but it wasn't very, yeah. like, broad. It's <laughs> like, oh, it's a, you know, gulpin. Pokemon's getting this dark twist can't find in your missing father and catching shadow Pokemon. Ooh. Yeah, I like ooh. it, though. I like it. <laughs> now, we do know it is a core Pokemon game and not another Pokemon tournament. Now, if we're considering Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon being the final swan song for Pokemon on the 3DS, would Game Freak consider, or better yet, uh, continue the Alola story on the Switch? Thoughts? Hmm. <laughs> um... I mean, I liked, I liked the Alolan story, but I want something new, or something better than Sun and Moon. Mm. Cool. Very vague. Very vague. I um, I know. I think something new would be cool, but also going back and um, I'm gonna say it adding more from the original, like expanding, doing more than you could before, not only with uh, one region, but multiple, you know, but on a, on a bigger scale, it would be cool to explore the entire world. But also something new is always good too. Mm -hmm. So either would be cool. Now that is possible because of the memory that the Switch possesses. Mm. Look how big the world was in Zelda. Yeah. Huge, massive. Yeah. Can you now picture an open world Pokemon game like that. That'd be insane. Yeah, that'd be, that's kind of what I, I think would be cool if it's in a new world or something that everybody's familiar with. You know, you could start with something everyone's familiar with and then for a sequel, add something new. So lots of possibilities. Yeah. Right. I think it's time uh, Game Freak commemorates uh, Nintendo's new big console, the Switch, with an all new region and generation of Pokemon to catch and train mm. to greatness. And it's funny that you say bring back like all the original stuff because we we looked it up. The average Pokemon gamer is over twenty. Over fifty percent of Pokemon gamers are over twenty. Mm. That's also why I thought it was cool that uh, Alex Hirsch was uh, helping write the Pokemon movie because he's so good at um, doing something that's uh, for kids but also for adults. I think he would honor the older generation of Pokemon mm -hmm. players, which is a massive majority of them. Yeah. Now, with that average Pokemon gamer being over 20, does that mean they've grown up with Pokemon like most of us here, or did they just get uh, introduced to it later on? I think they would have uh, grown up with it because it would be harder to attract a 20-year-old to play Pokemon nowadays. Yeah, when I tell people I play Pokemon Go, I mostly get like hostile, like, <laughs> why do you still play that from people my age that didn't grow up with it? Even some people who do, but... For people who didn't grow up with that, I think it's tougher to get into kids catching Pokemon. Yeah. I, the flack you get from the Pokemon fans over 20, it's like the same thing. Oh, yeah, I played that for like an hour, and then mm. I stopped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, see, when Pokemon Sun and Moon came out, I remember going to the midnight launch at my mm. game store, 
and I was most worried about being the oldest person there. And surprisingly enough, I saw a lot of like 40, 50 year olds there in pajamas because, well, come on, it's midnight. Yeah. Getting out of bed. Oh, gotta go get my Pokemon. Yeah. Ash shows up and he's like actually 80. <laughs> Don't age us too fast. That's yeah. funny. That'd be funny because um, Mark Hamill said if he wasn't in Star Wars, he'd be a huge Star Wars fan. He would be lining up to go see it. I wonder if, if Ash wasn't in Pokemon, he would be playing it like us. You know what I mean? I wonder if that appeals to him. I don't know. Maybe. That's a good question. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. All right. Pokemon MMO time. So Will and I have this idea. I mean, who doesn't want a Pokemon MMO? Am I right? I want one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They didn't tell me anything about this either. I get this as fresh as you guys do, so I'm super this is excited. Straight raw raw opinion. So Ronnie excited. I've been discussing this pretty much since we've known each other. Yeah. Basically, yeah. That's actually how they met each other. They're like, do you want a Pokemon MMO? Yeah, me too. Well, we're best friends now. Let's start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're calling it Pokemon Rainbow. And this has been this name has been circular around the internet for probably a decade now. But basically everyone just wants like a remake of all the regions, but in one game. Sounds familiar. Right? Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry, I brought that up early. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... It could be an MMO. Now, there's Pokemon MMOs out there already. Like, there's one that has the top-down perspective and the graphics from Generation 3 that's actually doing pretty well. Mm. Um, There's another one coming out, or maybe it's already out. It's run with Unreal 4 engine. Oh, that's a good Is that an MMO, though? You're talking that Pokemon Origins title, isn't it? I'm not sure if it's the Origins title. Um I saw a video. It's like this is what Pokemon would look like on the Unreal Four engine. Yeah, I think um, I saw that video too. Yeah, but yeah. I think like it was being developed for. Um, maybe it was even out, and Nintendo shut it down or something like that. I just remember. Thanks, Nintendo. It. Yeah, I know, right? And Nintendo shuts down a lot of games. There was an adult Pokemon game released a couple years ago. I uh, I never got to play it. I tried to, but by the time I tried to download, Nintendo already uh, put the axe down. Really. Adult? Breeding 101. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Um, yeah. Um, anyways, so basically, yeah, it'd be all the games or all the regions put into one game and maybe even like some additional regions, like three or four or five new regions that we haven't played before. But uh, we, we're running into some issues where how would the leveling work? So you can choose whatever region you start in. Mm. Like, Oh, that's cool. Right. But, um, so you could pick from the starter Pokemon from your whatever, region, whatever region you start in. Yeah. And then That's you cool. finish your region before you can move on to the next. Okay. Do so you would have to, uh, collect all the badges and beat all the, everybody. And then you could move on. Once you beat your region, would you have to s- not start again, but like, um, beat a whole nother region before you could move on or could I mean, from there you could move to different. That could be an option. Or once you've, finish your reason that that you're getting your like certificate for being awesome i guess and you yeah. can just explore whatever you want yeah that, no that's kind of cool because i mean it would not suck but i mean having to start from fresh and like beat this region you're like oh i picked this region but i kind of want to see this one and you had to finish it off before you could move on right it'd be cool to go anywhere so the the one issue with that is the leveling system because obviously you train your pokemon throughout and then battle the elite four become a champion or whatever 
and you're going back with maxed out Pokemon. Yeah, you're entering a new region with level like 65s. You're like, all right, yeah, and you just wreck it, everybody. Um, so maybe what we can do is like you go to the gym in the new regions, and they go, oh, you have this many badges, so I'll battle you with these Pokemon. So then they they have basically a whole set of Pokemon set for whoever fights them with a specific number of badges. Mm. Right? So, because similar to how they did it in that anime Pokemon Origins or whatever, yeah. where he goes in to see Brock and he's like, how many badges do you have? He's like, none. And he's like, all right, I'll battle you with these two. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that, that, that might help with the leveling system a little bit. But the PvP aspect of it would be a bit different. Yeah. What if you um so you train your Pokemon, you beat your area, and then ah, I don't want to limit limit it to this, but if you start in a new area, you pick new starter Pokemon or you have to catch something and then start with lower level and once you get up to where your Pokemon are now, you can use the ones cuz I mean, like you said, you got to pick your team, right? So you're going to have the six you use, but then all these other ones, you could almost use those other Pokemon in the next region. Yeah. Cause I think it's silly how, like, oh, your your Pokemon don't listen to you unless you have six badges. Like, what is this kindergarten? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I if I beat my Pokemon into submission, it's gonna listen to me. Yeah, <laughs> it does kind of make sense though. Bringing up the anime briefly here, if I was Charizard, would you listen to a ten year old? I think Ash no. was probably eleven by the time. No, I, was I wouldn't either. I made a meme once. It was like Charizard with the scumbag Steve hat. It's like Ash has H badges, still doesn't listen. <laughs> I wonder how many badges Charizard has. Yeah. Do you remember when he met those other Charizards and just got Just beaten? wrecked. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> then you start listening to your 10-year-old. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the PvP system in this MMO that doesn't exist that we would really much like to be in a thing. But... Uh, I don't think like locking eyes is should be right out the window. Yeah, like you should be like, "Hey, you want a battle? Like, well, how many lo- how many level whatever is you? How have? many badges None? do you have? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the badge system. Yeah, yeah, badge system could work if you've played MMOs like um, World of Warcraft, Elder Scrolls Online, which I'm playing now. Your character has a level. Mm. What about a badge level? Kind of making it. So people know what level you are and then they could instead of initiating a battle they could ask you to yeah like in the anime they're like hey you want a battle no one ever says no right <laughs> yeah. but yeah you could yeah they're like oh well you have like 30, 36 badges and i have eight so yeah no <laughs> <I'll> pass yeah <laughs> passing right along would I, they have a um in those games there's always like the the safe zone and then if you go into that one pvp zone you're just like walking along and people can just attack you out of the woods. Right. Yeah. Yanked right off the bat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, that would also be cool for like picking your team. You know, you're either like uh, an adventurer or you could even go with the team rocket route or the, yeah, you know, you could pick like you could be the bug catcher or the, right. Yeah. Y- that'd be, that's such, there's so much possibility that you could choose from personality for, sure. for your character. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what about the gym leaders in the Elite Four? Could those be real people? And then when they're offline, an NBC takes over, but like replicates their style of battling. It's kind of like what you said when you get to defend your your title. Yeah, 
That's cool. That would suck. You like put so much work into it, you like log off, come back on, it's like you're no longer an elite four. Ah! <laughs> so that could be a little bit frustrating. You know, the battle could go differently if you control yourself. It would have to be pretty intelligent um, uh, AI taking over for you. I right. Think the way that could work though is uh, separate uh, elite four PVE. You know, for oh, a normal yeah, yeah. game, right? And yeah. then for PVP, elite four, and right. then a champion. I think you'd have to do it though, um, where if you're not on for a certain amount of time, it would just take you off because you don't want to yeah. just become yeah. an elite four and then like wash your hands of the game and step away, and then forever you're an elite four. Right? No, yeah. you get replaced, and like mm. you know, maybe the PVP could have a recycle system. Yeah, like so every every like week or campaigns. two weeks or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it would delete all your Pokemon too. <laughs> and then it would be like a leaderboard before you could say challenge for an Elite Four spot. And then if you can take out the other Elite Four, then there'd be a, like a champion. Yeah, you could hold like a tournament. Yeah. And then the top four would be an Elite Four. I wonder if the players who were the Elite Four would be as smug as the the ones you face in the game. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Just be a total jerk to everybody. But oh, I'm an Elite Four. You look at his profile picture, you're like, dude, you're five. Yeah. Oh, or 55. <laughs> hey, we can't knock it. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, the world champion for Pokemon right now, I think he's 13. Good for you. That's awesome. Except competitive Pokemon, like right now, is kind of ridiculous in my opinion. When I was a kid, I had such a hard time understanding how to play the card game. I had so many cards. I had a crazy card collection, but I was like... I don't know how to play this. And I kept all my energy cards. Right. I had them all. <laughs> no, but I'm still talking like the video game. The 13-year-old yeah. is the ch world champion. Crazy. Well, I mean... He has the have, time for it. Yeah, you have to dedicate so much time to making a competitive team that even will stand a chance. Like, mm. you know, Gen 4 breeding and EV training and, yeah, just like, <laughs> it's crazy. I can tell you straight up, if there's like a PvP ranking system, as long as I'm working the hours we do now, I'll never make that leaderboard. No. Yeah. <laughs> Even if we weren't, it'd still be so difficult to make that leaderboard. Yeah. Hey, it could be like the top 500. If I can at least make that, you know, yeah. it's like success. <laughs> I'm in the top 500. Nobody cares. If you're not first, you're last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what kind of events would be in this MMO? Like, would you, for like the legendaries, for example, be like, oh, the Articuno event's going on, and there's one Articuno per day or something. Mm. So, like, when you have an Articuno, it's like, yeah, I have an Articuno. Have an Articuno. You probably do not. <laughs> I like the idea with that, but at the same time, um, I'm a big um, gotta catch them all fan. Like I said, I like to catch everything. So if like I'd have to wait or fight so hard to get the the Articuno, you'd almost have to like not be able to use it in a fight or something, but could still get it. Just to just to quench my OCD of of gotta catch them all, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the events would be cool for sure. And then there'd be like, if like you said, you could join Team Rocket or whatever. There's like mm -hmm. an event. It's like a PvP war versus Team Rocket versus like you know the trainers or something. That would be cool. That'd be so badass. It's funny when you said event. I thought it was like a banquet or something like that, or like a town get together. And there's all these people like sitting at a table the festival Buy your gold magic carp here. That would actually be kind of cool though. You know, you go to a town and they're holding a festival and like team rocket attacks the town or something. You got to fend them. I think that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I yeah. was actually thinking about that. When you mentioned events, what about seasonal events? Mm. Yeah. How do the seasons work? Like, or is this world, do they have like winter, summer, spring, autumn kind of thing? Like, would you, I say it could like follow similar to like a world uh, calendar. Right. Mm. 
I think it'd be cool. If, like, I, I still watch the anime periodically, and there is, like, the events, you know, like, they have those tournaments mm. and uh, the summer festivals, stuff like that. Right. All right, we're running out of time here. One last question for you guys. Are we actually ready for this kind of game, or would we want to wait until VR is, like, fully developed, like, it's a mainstream thing, like, everyone has a VR system, and would this game be amazing on that sort of VR that's actually a good question. I think we're ready for this type of game, but we're not sure if this would be a VR title or not. I think definitely start on it now because, I mean, if we if you start doing something now, you can work the bugs out. So by the time it becomes a mainstream right. thing, it's already uh, tested and played through rather than like, finally, we're getting it. And we got to wait for them to figure out all these bugs. So I'd say... Yeah, do it now and fix it by the time we're we're ready. All right. So the question of the week for this week is, do you want a Pokemon MMO and what do you want in it? We'd love to hear your comments. Thanks for listening to the VGN podcast. Let us know your thoughts on our website at videogamesnow.ca. And from there, we you can find our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, or whatever else you're into these days. Also, don't forget to check us out on Patreon, where your donations will let you some sweet benefits, such as earlier access to videos and podcast episodes, behind-the-scene videos, bloopers, and content, and more. We'll give you some links on our website, which is videogamesnow.ca. See you all in the next one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.